So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors, Terry Mize Ministries podcast. And we are delighted, thrilled that you have joined us. This is all for you and we want to help you, uh, you know, live the overcoming Christian life that everything is in this book is said belongs to you. Every promise in the book is mine. <laughs> every chapter, every verse, every, every line. line. I am trusting in his word, word divine. divine. Every promise in the book is mine. We learned that in Sunday school as children. And you know, it stuck with us all these years. It was. It reminds me of something Brother Hagan used to say about the North uh, Panhandle of Texas because they had such uh, sticky clay mud. He said they had a saying around the county where he knew something, he knew people in, and they said, if you'll stick with it when it's dry, it'll stick with you when it's wet. Yeah. <laughs> is in East Texas where it's black and sticky. Sticky. Out in, out in the panhandle, it's all sand and oh, red, no. red dirt. <laughs> well, I just think that's the way the Word of God is. If you'll stick with it, yep. it'll stick with you. No, and true. I just I just think that's absolutely uh, a graphic in my mind that I can hang on to and I can hold on to the promises of God that God does not lie and that he will always keep his word and that if we'll trust in him. You and I were talking just a few moments ago before we came on this program and we were talking about how in Israel, when Israel left Egypt, they, um, uh, you know, they came out with the wealth of Egypt and there was not a feeble one among them, contrary, contrary to, to Hollywood. Every, to, every time you see a movie about the Exodus, whether yeah. Hollywood does it or even when some of these Christian uh, yeah, groups do right. it, you know, they've got them coming out hobbling and they've got them on, on stretchers and they've got them yeah. on crutches and, and they've yeah. got them blind. And, no. you know, going, and yet the word plainly says that when God brought them out with a high hand, with a high hand, with a high hand think about that. He, it says there was not one feeble. Among, I mean, not two million, one. two million, yeah. not one feeble, not one, not one feeble, sickly. Weak, Can you imagine feeble person? The older Everybody, people in all, not one feeble. Yeah. Everybody walked out on their own two feet. And not only that, they were rich. They were rich. They well, came out with the wealth of God Egypt. had the Egyptians yeah. bring them their gold, bring them their gold Just to jewelry, get rid their of earrings. After I mean, the ten plus. brought it to them and said, "Take this and go." Yeah, leave us. You know, uh, and of course uh, they were dumb enough to. You know, get in trouble with God and right. build a golden calf. And and then God got so ticked off about that, so angry about that, so, so being out of shape about that. Mm. He made them grind that calf up, oh. grind all that gold up that they could have used to live and to be blessed with. Right. He made them grind all that gold up and put it in water and drink it. You know, that that's, don't know God did that, but it's in the Bible. It is in the Bible. And you look over in Hebrews 3 and 4. 
And you read how God's attitude about all that, because he's still mad about it. Oh, yeah. And he's still upset with the fact that he said it was it was bad enough. It makes people mad when you say that, because I say, oh, God's <laughs> just a forgiving God and a loving yes. God, which he is. Well, he is. But I tell you what, he doesn't appreciate it when you violate his his, yeah. uh, his word, when he tells you, do this, exactly. and it'll work for you. You say, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. He, yeah. He, he, he's pretty upset over in Hebrews uh, 3 and 4. 3 and 4. About what happened back over in Numbers 13 that he started talking about in Psalm 78 and then back over here in Hebrew in the New Testament under grace. In the New Testament under grace, he's still mad about it. And he said, they provoked me. Don't you provoke me like they did. He said, I left their bones to rot in the wilderness and I watched them rot. Well, the reason for that, he says, because they had a wicked heart of unbelief. Right. He said, don't be like them, and lest that them be found in you. Right. He said, you're, you're, now, now 15 minutes ago, they were the apple of his eye. Right. But now they've, mm-hmm. they've called him a liar. So he says, you're an evil congregation. You have an evil heart and you brought up an evil report. Isn't that stunning? And all that is, is because stunning. they disagreed with what he said. That's sad. That's really sad. And, and, and they told the truth. Yeah, they you told know, what they, they saw. They told the truth by human standard, by what you see. Well, they told feel, what they hear. saw. They said we yeah. saw the Anak, the sons of the giants there. there. We saw yeah. we saw walled cities there, great cities right. there. We saw great armies there. We saw the Amalekites, the Jebusites, and the Canaanites. We we saw all these people there, and we can't take the land. Well, God <laughs> would have put up with them saying we saw them. Right. Because that they were there. And yeah. he had already told them they were there. They were there. That wasn't he a surprise. Did. He'd already told but them. When they said, we can't take it, then he said, whoa, now you're an evil congregation. Right. You have an evil wow. heart and you brought up an evil report. Well, it's the because same thing. Because they disagreed with him because he said you can take it. It's the same thing as, as Christians saying during this pandemic, well, we're, you know, we, you just can't find a job or we, you know, you, you can't, you, you can't uh, expect to be healed and all this. this is a pandemic, you sure. know, and you've got to do this. You've got to do that. And that, you know, we, we've got to, uh, we can't do, have a job and we can't, you know, you, you can't manage money and the prices are going you think God can sky heal, high. Can, can heal COVID? Well, we you just know, got a report last week from a dear, 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 long time friend that uh, had terminal four, I mean, stage four terminal cancer. Yeah. And she's completely healed and free from cancer. In the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of churches being shut down, in the middle of a medical crisis around the world, she gets healed of cancer. You know, I'm thinking of two people that, that <laughs> attended your and Dean's church, right. old friends, right. long time friends, friends, attended your church in Corpus Christi all those many years ago. Right. And right after you and I got married, one of them contacted us and said, hey, I've got stage four cancer, pray right. for me. And it might've been just before we got married because you it called me and said, pray. Yeah. And, uh, and and I had my secretary send my 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 CD album. It's got 11 right. CDs in it right. on spiritual authority. And I told her, just eat this, just eat this. You don't have anything better to do than just listen to right. these 11. And, and she's completely healed of cancer. Oh, that's and right. And then the second one, we just got the report from last week. As uh, soon as she told us that she'd been diagnosed with cancer, we sent her the same uh, exactly. set of tapes, set, set CDs, and said, just eat these, eat these, put them inside right. of you. And then she's completely uh, free of cancer, too. You know, there's so many there's so many scriptures in the Word of God to help you recover from any crisis, bad doctor's report, bank account, no matter what's on either side of the decimal. <laughs> I used to teach in our church all the time. It says, you know, uh, you know, not letting things uh, affect you. 
and uh, not being moved by clocks, calendars, or decimal points, you know, and not allowing the enemy to infiltrate a fear, just like when you were uh, out there, uh, you know, that hitchhiker held his uh, gun on you, and you said you had to deal with the fear right away. Instantly. Instantly. Well, you know, Brother Hagen, Years ago, many years ago, now uh, we just found out too that Brother Hagen's uh, healing scriptures that he that we listened to for hours oh, and yeah. hours and hours of all his healing scriptures are now on YouTube. I listened to him again just the other day. Yeah, we did. That's right, we did. And then Brother Copeland uh, picked up and did the same thing and added some more to that. And then Tia Osborne's audio book on healing the sick is another tool that you could use. Mm -hmm. Terry has the uh, DVD of him teaching on spiritual authority uh, and and that helps you take authority. Mm, me teaching of, of you, that's no, what no, I said. No. I said you. Uh, Terry has of him teaching in a DVD on that particular um, you know attitude that you have to have of taking so I've got spiritual it in DVD authority. DVD where you can watch it, video, right? And I've got it in audio. And 11, audio. Eleven CDs you can yeah. listen to it going down the. Going and then Dodie the Osteen's book on healed of cancer. Um, there, that right there is about five major tools you can use and, and Renee, these, to renew your mind. And these are people we know personally. Yes. <laughs> I knew Brother Hagen intimately. Right. Uh, we've known Brother John Osteen intimately. We know Dodie's still, Dodie's still with us. You know, we, we know Dodie intimately. Right. Uh, T.L. Osborne was my dear, dear friend. You know, I knew him intimately. These aren't just something we heard about. No, right. Somebody said, well, I think somebody said, no, no, I, I, I know these people. That's right. I know this stuff's real. No, and, and they walked through these things. And and Brother Osborne's audio book, along with his big, if you'll use his book, Healing the Sick, along with the audio book, it's like putting yourself through a healing school. Do it before you get sick. Yes. Do it before you need it. You know, be prepared for the fight. Be prepared yeah. for the battle. Because if you have these tools at your disposal and you listen to them and read them constantly, then you have an arsenal yeah. that you can pull from as a as a weapon against the attack of the enemy. And, and the greatest thing that you can do for yourself, Terry, in healing is to constantly be on the aggressive, be on the offensive. Always offensive. Do not wait. We're warriors. And, yeah. And it's like Charles Capps did. All, all of our all of our weapons that God gave us in Ephesians 6, right. every one of them uh, are offensive weapons That's right. except for the except for the shield. Yes, right. the shield is is defensive and offensive because they would they would hit people with the shield. That's right. So they'd protect themselves with it, but then they'd, they'd also slam it into somebody. Well, but, and but you know, years ago I was sitting on the beach somewhere. Was on the beach and and uh, I, I reached over and picked up a bottle of suntan lotion. I mean, yeah. decades and decades ago. <laughs> and and for some reason, I just flipped it around the back and looked at the directions. I don't know why I'd read the directions, but I I flipped it around, looked at the directions, and it said apply. 20 minutes before getting in the sun. And when I read that's that, the Spirit advice. of the Lord spoke to me, and he said, that's exactly the way my word is. He said, don't don't wait till it's too late. That's right. Don't wait till you're in the middle of a problem. He said, no, apply right. it before you need it. Boy, that's the truth. You know, we were in a hotel room not very long ago, just preaching somewhere, and, and uh, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't hardly breathe. I was just having a... You know, congested. I don't know what it was. I just, man, they just woke me up because I was having a hard time breathing. And, you know, I just sat up in bed and reached over and got my phone. 
And Richard, where I hit Brother Hagen's healing right. scriptures and grab right. my earphones, I wouldn't wake you up, you know. And I just sit there for for right. uh, you know while he did that for about an hour, and then I just hit it again, listen to it for another hour, and then laid back down, and went to sleep, right? And, and just said, you know, I need to I need to take my medicine. Well, and then the later Lord says God's words like medicine. It's it's medicine to your flesh. So right. you know, if the doctor gives you medicine, it says take three times a day, then take it three times a day, or four times a day, or every time you have a pain or as needed. And that's what we should do with the Word of God. Just take it constantly and continuously. Well, and we do that even when we're on the road or in a hotel room. You know, while we're sitting there having breakfast or something. I mean, the, the Word of God has to be on your mouth all the time. Absolutely, and you have to say it constantly, and you have to have an arsenal of weapons that God Absolutely. prompts you by the Holy Ghost every single day to reach and take advantage of. And if you will be diligent, especially over your body, I have in my phone, uh, I read them to Terry occasionally too. He and I'll just confess these. I have collected, I call it, uh, an entire collection of healing scriptures that I try to read every single day mm -hmm. over my life. And uh, my 93-year-old mother, um, she's been doing this for years and years, and she says she puts her hands on her head and says all the days of my long blessed life long no blessed foreign life. matter will grow in my brain and she has delivered herself <laughs> as Proverbs says, deliver like yourself. <laughs> yeah, deliver yourself as a rower gazelle would from the hand of the hunter. And then another scripture in Proverbs says that we have escaped, Psalm 124, we have escaped like, like a, bird a bird out, out of, of the, the snare, snare of the, of the fowler. fowler. And the God intends for you to escape. Fowler. Be delivered. F-O-W-L, a bird, fowl. Yeah. And, and guys that hunt birds are called fowlers. And so, right. so like a bird, I've escaped out of the out hand, hand of, of, of the, the fowler. fowler. You know, and that's the way everything in these scriptures have been written so that you can escape what the world would try to do to you and your family. Go back and elaborate on that. You were talking about, uh, you know, about T.L.'s book. Right. Uh, and we really love his audio book where he's right. actually he's reading actually his reading. own it's book his himself. Voice. Go to bed at That's night with that in your ear. That's to listen to his voice, read yeah. that book. And again, he was my friend, so maybe it's maybe it means more to me yeah. uh, because I spent so I'm much sure. time with him. But I'm and sure. then you talked to, talked about Dodie's book, and of course Dodie's precious to us. We've known her for, she has scriptures in the back of her book we were teenagers. too. Yeah. And then you were talking about Brother Hagen's healing scriptures, right? And then go on and mention Doctor. Price's book. Dr. Todd Price uh, is a great physician. He and his wife, uh, Sue, do a tremendous work he's in Africa. He's not a great physician, but he's, no. <laughs> he's a great physician. He's a, a, a great man of God and wonderful doctor. And um, he and Dr. Uh, Paul Osteen are very close friends and do a lot of work in Africa. Paul is Joel's big brother. Right. And they do a lot of work in Africa. And and Dr. Price has a tremendous testimony of how he was healed uh, from a degenerative hip um, situation in his body. And being a medical doctor, he was right there here in Houston, able to go to every you know physician that he needed to go to, and yeah. some of them were friends, and realized the diagnosis was perilous no for hope. him. No hope. No hope. And he determined about why... As Brother Osteen was teaching on faith, that he was going to do mission trips, he was going to climb mountains, <laughs> he was going to go to the world. He wasn't going to let that stop him. So I have felt like for years, and of course, you know, there's there's wonderful things out there, but you want you want people that'll tell you the absolutes. 
the truth of the word of God, where there's no confusion and there's no and contradiction. There's a testimony along with it. And as I've said so many thousands of yeah. times, a man or a woman with a testimony Somebody. is always at the advantage of a man or a woman with a doctrine. Somebody just comes along and says, miracles won't work or yeah. miracles have passed away. You say, ah, so what? Contraire, <laughs> my friend. Ah, contraire, mon chéri. <laughs> and I just want to encourage all of you to, 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 Make the purchase, spend the money to get these things for you, because I feel like I have felt and I've told you and lots of other folks that to me, the cream of the crop, too, is getting hold of T.L. Osborne's book and CDs where he is or however you can find it today to purchase it on Healing the Sick audio book, because T.L. and Daisy saw so many creative miracles all over, All over the, the world, world for decades. And they saw sockets fill up with eyeballs. They saw legs and arms create right there under their, uh, before their eyes. They saw tumors fall off. They saw crippled legs walk. They saw deaf ears open. And it's a creative, there's an anointing yes. for, creative, for miracles creative miracles that is in his book. And I want to encourage you to get that, study it, get the book. The book is full of wonderful pictures historically of sure, all the things they did. Crusades. And then they give you every scripture that they use. And you can literally put yourself through Bible school was just that one. Then there's Dodie Osteen's book on healed of cancer. And that is, uh, if you'll learn that and, and see the walk of faith that she took and the things and the acts of faith that she and Brother Osteen did to get her healed and for her to possess that uh, and, from and, metastatic and, uh, cancer of the liver. And also, Dodie tells on herself. Yes, she does. <laughs> so you see how she grew in Very faith. Very sweetly. You see how she was a wonderful woman of God yes, and a wo right. wonderful woman of faith. But then she she came up even from there right. to being a, a real yeah, stalwart, strong yeah, in faith, faith woman. Because she, faith. And we knew her. Like I said, we've known her right. since we were teenagers. And she used to laugh and, and jokingly she'd say to us when Jackie and I would come up to Lakewood from Mexico as missionaries or when Dean and Renee were there on staff, uh, she'd, she'd pat us and she'd say, because she knew we were word of faith and we were confessing the word <laughs> and all that. And she'd kind of make fun of us. She'd say, well, honey. Uh, and she tells this on herself. It's in her book. She, I'm not talking out of school. She tells this herself. Uh, and she says, she'd say, well, now, honey, uh, when I die, just put it on my tombstone. See, I told you I was sick. And I'd say, Tony, don't say that. Don't say it. She'd just laugh. And so we're, we're telling things that we know right. We know for a fact is true. It's true. You know, and so she uh, realized when she got cancer then. Right. And she had it twice. She had to beat Life cancer and death twice. Life is in the power of the and tongue. And so she, she realized that, that oh, oh, my goodness, here she was a Christian, a spirit-filled Christian, a woman of faith, a godly woman. And yet she's dealing with this terminal disease in right, her body right. and she realized you know what i'm gonna to have to train my mouth i can't yes, say things yes, like that yes uh, i'm gonna to have to declare i'm healed by the stripes of jesus exactly. by his stripes i am healed and no yeah. no disease of egypt's coming on me that and exactly. then so she began to declare the word and and she beat cancer twice but she tells that on herself yes coming not coming from sinner to saint, coming from a wonderful saint. Right. But just just misinformed right. about well, the church for so many years. Right. Until she saw that, that she is in trouble and dying. And then she got serious into the word, uh, e even the a word she had made fun of. Well, to where she just said, "No, this is this is the truth." 
that's what, you know, all of us have, have had to learn when Absolutely. we came into the Word of Faith is that life and death is in the power of, of the our time. time. Yes. My life and the time of my death is in the power of my tongue. And, and you have to realize that the responsibility of your healing is on you. It's not on somebody else. It's on you. So, and that's why you have to renew your mind. You have to say it absolutely. out of your mouth. And, Believe and, it in your heart. And, and to continue with what you were saying, I keep, I keep interrupting, but, but that really covers the, the gamut. Right. Uh, when you, you talk about T.L.'s book well, and you hear him read it himself, then it's it's dealing with all kinds of miracles. But right. to me and you, it's like creative miracles. God's yes. creating something that you need. Right. That's what the anointing does, Renee. It, it supplies what's necessary. Yes. It creates what's it creates. necessary. Let's and it this. destroys what uh, Satan's done. Exactly. The anointing. God said the anointing. I always call it the destroying anointing. Yes. The anointing, God said, destroys you, the yoke of bondage. So whatever whatever yoke of bondage you may have, whether it's cancer, AIDS, HIV, COVID, whatever it is, whatever it's a marital problem or financial problem, whatever exactly. whatever yoke is in your life, that that anointing. If you start getting that anointing working, it'll destroy it. The sure anointing enough. destroys. Doesn't just bend it. Doesn't no. just break it. Doesn't make it feel bad. God wants to make it uncomfortable. It destroys, destroys the it. yoke of bondage. And so that'd be the creative miracle yes. part is mm -hmm. Brother Osborne's book, Healing the Sick. The old original book when he first wrote it was called Healing the Sick and Casting Out Devils. Uh, and I actually have a copy. I've showed it to you. I have a right. copy that uh, he and I went on a trip to five different nations in Europe ministering yes. together way, way, way back. And and uh, he signed it. I took it with me on that trip and then I had him sign it in Paris. Oh. Uh, and he signed the book and dated it and put Paris, France, and, and the, it was called Healing the Sick and Casting Out Devils. But that that would be for creative miracles. Right, right. And just keep in your spirit all the time, creative the miracles, time. creative miracles. Then you read Dodie's book, Dodie Osteen's book, and you see healing of, of, of terminal diseases. Terminal. So if you've been pronounced or, or, or had, a, had a diagnosis or prognosis uh, that you're dying, there's no help, there's no hope, you have a terminal disease, you're dead, then, then Dodie's wow. book creates that life back in, on the inside That's of you. Right. No, I'm not dead. I'll live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And then Dr. Price's book has that marvelous uh, testimony of his testimony. healing. What a wonderful healing yeah. of his of his hips and and and, and chronic yeah there and and chronic uh, pain. He was just chronic, in pain twenty four hours a day. Degenerative disease uh, and how God healed him. So with those three books, and you had Brother That's, Hagen's healing scriptures in there. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, and of course, Brother Hagen was given up to die by five doctors. Right. Uh, and actually, his healing and, story and, and was, is amazing. Was, had no chance and no hope whatsoever. Right. And God raised him up. He says, off the bed of affliction. <laughs> God right. raised him up and healed him and made him one of the foremost preachers of the day. But you, you start getting that stuff right. on the inside of you. And as you said, you can put yourself through Bible school. No, you really can. And it, and it's a marvelous thing to know that you've been taught, self-taught by the Holy Ghost. And then I, I have a, 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 a series called uh, Miracles, the Character of God. Right. That's God's character, his miracles. He thought right. them up. And, uh, and I use all these healing scriptures in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And then I throw a testimony or two here and there to accent them or show how, how they work. And you start feeding on that kind of stuff no, right. day and night. I tell you, it's going to do something for you. No, and it really does. And I think you become a fanatic and you become an, you become absolutely filled with the Word of God. Amen. And I find that over in Ephesians chapter 3, Terry, that, that prayer that Paul prayed. Um, he's, you know, it starts off in verse 14 where he says, I, for this cause I bow my knee to the Father mm -hmm. of our Lord Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. But it goes on over there. He said, so that you may... Um, 
become, it, it talks about that you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded yes. with God himself yes. so that you can, whatever you ask, you know, he's talking about there that whatsoever things you desire, mm -hmm. it's not the scripture in Mark chapter four, but he talks about that you, God will, will do infinitely beyond your highest prayers, thoughts, dreams, and desires. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, even above what you're asking him and believing Amen. him for. And the whole purpose of that thing in that same prayer that Paul prayed, he says that God would strengthen you to fight that battle, mm -hmm. just Amen. like, and I, I told a church recently we were in, and I want to, I want to add, throw this into helping you recover out of the snare of the enemy is take Hebrews chapter 11 and go read it out loud to yourself. I got up one day, a couple of a week ago, I guess, since we've been home there and, and we were home there in Tulsa for a few days. And I just walked around in, in our den and I read Hebrews 11 out loud to myself again, because we have to have that constant in, input of the creative Word of God. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> We're trying to amen. help you. We're trying to help you get and it's over what we the do. hump. Get over the hurdles. You know, it's what we do. We have to do it. You know, I mean, nobody is exempt from this, uh, on, whether you're standing behind the pulpit or in front of the pulpit. Everybody has to do it. And you know, it, that's wonderful. We're really excited, too, because this week, starting this week, we're uh, kind of locking ourselves away. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to work on two books. Yes, you are. And uh, we're very excited about that. I'm going to work on a book that I've been I've been dealing wow, with for a long, a long fight. time <laughs> called Pulling Down Strongholds. Talk about And yes, uh, we're going to knock yes. it out and get it done, get it taken care of. Right. Pulling Down Strongholds, it will help you. It will bless you. Yes, it will, I've got, I've got CDs on it. You can get it from our office on Pulling Down Strongholds. Uh, but I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to do the book, and it's going to be an exciting thing yeah. for the body of Christ. And we're going to do an online course. In an online course yes. for it. But then, secondly, we're this this month we're going to knock out um, uh, spiritual authority. Yes. So I want to produce those two books, and so we're really taking this 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 time from from, time. from mid August to mid September, and just from really knocking out. Yeah. We're still going to preach on the weekends, uh, close around Texas. Right. Uh, but. Uh, uh, you know, since pandemic shut the world down and, and then they keep yeah. shutting down and opening it up and shutting down, we're, we're going to just, we said, we're just going to take a, a month and, uh, and I want to knock out pulling down strongholds. And then I want to take care of spiritual authority, spiritual authority. Uh, it's kind of been my bread and butter around the world. I've taught it all my life. I've known some things about it. God showed me some things about it since I was a teenager. John Osteen and Doty told yes, me one time at yes. lunch, they said, Terry, you walk in spiritual authority. I said, what? They didn't even know what they were talking about. <laughs> Mom and Dad Goodwin uh, said, uh, there's a young man here tonight that knows more about spiritual authority than anybody we've seen in a long time. And, and I'm saying, I think, yeah, I'm going to get to hear somebody. And then they introduced me. And I said, what, me? What do I know about it? Uh, but, but they recognized it. So we're going to knock out spiritual authority. And it's going to be a real blessing yes. to the body of Christ and pulling down strongholds. So pray with us about that. Believe That's God right. with us. We just want to and, put uh, resources in the hands of people that will help get them over the hurdles amen. and help get them over the obstacles uh, that the enemy has set up. Because there are things in hell that are plotted against your destruction. Amen. and But there are things in heaven that have amen. already been set into place to help you overcome. And... Uh, you know, just everything that's been about what you've done for 53 years and every pastor that we know that is worth their salt has tried to help you understand and know that you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time.
Hello, Terry Myers here. Let me give you a piece of really, really good news. Psalms 119 verse 89 says, Forever, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in the heavens. Isn't that great news? We don't have to, we don't have to have an opinion. We don't have to cast a vote because God already has an opinion and he's already cast a vote. And he said forever, forever, my word is settled. So we can go to his word, his book, find out what he said and take that to the bank. It'll work for you, work for you every time. I talk about these kind of things in my very first book I ever wrote called More Than Conquered. It's 40 years old uh, now, and it's just helped people all over the world, printed in lots of languages and blessed lots of people. Uh, click on the link below. I'll send it to you for free. Help us with the shipping and the, the, the postage, and we'll just send it to you for free. It won't cost you a dime, and it will bless you, and it'll help you to realize that forever, Forever, the Word of God is settled. You already know how to win. You already know what the outcome is going to be.